it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. <laughs> this is the Rick Eisen Show. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. What's your assessment of Brock Purdy? Where are the turnovers coming from? He's forcing, you know, he's okay. trying to make two big of plays. Today's guests, ESPN NFL analyst Dan Orlovsky, senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer, and now... It's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. And we are live on the Roku channel. Free on all Roku devices. Select Samsung Smart TVs. Also on Amazon Fire TV. It's free. It's free on the Roku um, app. It is free at the RokuChannel.com as well. For those who are listening on Sirius XM Odyssey, uh, and more for those who might be listening later on our podcast. Uh, I, it is Halloween, and I am dressed as an overtired father of three. It is a, a great costume. It's something that you know I'm very proud of. I've been working on it uh, quite a bit, and uh, so you know you're welcome to everyone out there that says, "Wow, you look just like an overtired father of three. Meanwhile, Chris Brockman wasn't dressed like this. He's now shown up as. Uh, uh, Spider-Man from the Spideyverse. Good to see you over there. How are you, Chris? Can you hear me in this thing? Yeah, it's, You're good. it's not You're good. great. You're good. It's not great. And, and I also realize I can't type because I have this spandex <laughs> suit on. Yeah, it's it's, it's not. Um, I didn't plan this. It's not optimum. Yeah. It's not optimum. But hey, good to see you. Um, you are definitely uh, Spider-Man. <laughs> Miles Morales. Miles Morales. Mike Del- Miles Morales. Pardon me. Yeah, yeah. Good to see you. Uh, Mike Del Tufo is dressed as a guy who wears nothing but stuff he gets for free. That's a, yes, I'm impressive a swag costume. Swag man. So swag man. Today. I've got swag. Spider-Man and Swag Man. Swag Man. Okay. Into the swaggy verse. Very good. That's pretty funny. Thank you. Yeah, listen, for stuff I had no idea you guys were doing. At least at least TJ put on his costume about fifteen minutes ago. Who are you who are you today, TJ? Little John, what? Little John Snow. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's well done. That's well done. And and for those again listening on the radio, TJ, you're wearing a Falcons jersey because you. What? Who are you as well? Uh, well, it's John Snow, yeah, mixed with Little John, yeah, from so Little John Snow. Yeah, <laughs> you dig. You're, you're the king of the south. King of the south. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. It's actually happening. From the window to the really wall. Funny. Yeah. 
And congratulations, TJ. You still have James Harden in your world. Yeah, I can't can't get rid of him, Rich. You could, you could, <laughs> are you going to keep those teeth in this entire? Uh, I think you should. This entire that's, three that's hours. Sound good. I, yeah, it's not great. I'm going to see how my boy. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see anything. Yeah. Hold up some fingers, type. Rich. I can't even see. You don't want me to hold up the finger I want to hold up. <laughs> what is happening? He can't type. I can't type either. The, the, uh, the, the spandex on the gloves, I can't move my mouse back. Yeah. Stick them in the spider No, I have no stick them. Oh. Okay. There we go. No, and it no. reveals it's really oh, Chris Brockman. There you go. Well Great way to start. Great way to start the show. It's got energy. It's got uh, production value. Let me real. It's got moves. It's got feeling. It's got motion. Yeah. <laughs> You might have to take the teeth out unless you'll be like that poor Jet fan a few weeks ago. It'll just come out right in the middle. Of... On its own. Okay. I won't talk too much today. No, no, don't. Oh, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. So, very good. Everybody's got costumes. It's wonderful. And uh, great. Hey. You know who's not laughing today? Devontae Adams. He's not laughing oh my today. Oh, gosh. He's so mad. Devontae Adams not laughing at all. I spoke to him on Friday, um, and uh, the, the contents of that conversation still sitting on our YouTube feed. And um, and uh, he said he was, you know, when I asked him point blank if he was happy being a Raider, he started his answer with, well, well, I'll just say this. Words that you don't normally have. Like, if you just ask um, Sarah, you know, if Sarah asks you, are you happy in this relationship? And you start the answer with, well, I'll just say this. Oh, gosh. Eh, it's oh, not going to go well for you. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I would proffer to say the same thing. If Susie, are you happy with this relationship? And I'll be like, well, I'll just say this. It was like Tom Brady. Are you so, a cheater? Well, I don't well, think so. I don't think so. It's just, that's not the way you start okay. an answer when you're asked about a relationship. And sure enough, he's basically saying he loves the guys. He loves being there, loves being around the guys, and that he made a decision to be there, and he's not a guy that regrets anything, and he's not a guy that's going to you know, demand a trade and anything like that. But you got to wonder how he's feeling right now after all of that. And the Raiders, according to Tom Pelissero on Sunday's NFL game day morning, that they had a clearing of the air meeting with coaches and players all together. And everybody spoke from various parts of the roster, stars, and also guys closer to the 53rd man on the roster. All got things out there and cleared their you know, minds and got things off their chest. And and we got that last night, Oof. a 26 to 14 loss. Look, it's, it, it's the Lions are a terrific football team. Yeah. And the Lions came off of a dreadful loss themselves and their first Monday nighter at home in a half a decade. You knew Dan Campbell would have them all stirred up and that they'd give their best effort in, in that situation. And, you know, the 14 points that we saw, one good drive, and then a pick six from Marcus Peters, and that's all she wrote. And then we saw Devontae Adams. He could have had last night, had Jimmy Garoppolo found him on wide open passes, could have had a night to the tune of about 180 yards and two touchdowns. Instead, mm-hmm. it was one catch for 11. He he did not corral a third down pass late in the game when it was 16-14 in the third quarter. And um, it led to 
a turnover on downs, and the ball was not thrown perfectly to him. He just didn't get – I mean, at one point, the Raiders turned over the Lions, and then Garoppolo's next pass into the end zone, way short of Devontae Adams. Two guys, two guys in the Lions could have had it. It was a dreadful night for Garoppolo. Bad decision-making all around, including (laughs) Garoppolo running for a first down. Uh, It was rightfully called by Troy Aikman on the replay. Amir Abdullah, um, instead of being there as an outlet for a scrambling quarterback, he turned around, thought Garoppolo was going to run, and started blocking for Garoppolo, who then now had to officially take off. (laughs) But he turned his back towards the contact and it's like bro weren't you in the hospital for this just like six days ago like what are you doing and it's just you know that but that's been garoppolo his entire career remember he didn't go out of bounds and he wound up blowing out his knee and that's that's jimmy g that's what you're going to get with jimmy g you're going to get some really good throws you're going to get some stellar games and then you're going to get clunkers and you're going to get moments where he's turnover prone or moments like last night when he airmailed his receiver in Devontae Adams, his all-world great receiver, who is desperate for a big game. It is now five straight games for him without 75 yards catching, which is one of the longest stretches of his entire career like that. And here we are on a trade deadline day. And this is what Devontae Adams had to say after the game last night. I honestly, I, I don't know what to say at this moment. I, I truly don't. I wish I had the, the words to, you know, to say something that's not going to get blown up in the media and, and taken out of context. So I'm going to just, uh, I truly, I just don't know. I mean, that's a, a wise decision on his part because I say, I think if he said his inner monologue, it would definitely be spun up. Well, we saw him slam his helmet on the sideline. and 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 yeah, we did. So I'm just going to go ahead and do it. I've got a top five. No. Nope. I've got a top five. I need a top five. Top five. One, two, three, four, five. Rich's top five. Oh, baby. And it is top five teams that should trade for Devontae Ooh, Adams. Okay. Or if you're taking this in later and when he doesn't get traded and he's still on the Raiders, <laughs> top five teams that should have traded for Devontae Adams. Yep. Here we go. Number five. It's simple. He misses his boy blue. Put him back together, old school style. The New Orleans Saints should go out and get him. Put him back together with Derek Carr. Nice. I mean, because that's part of, and he won't say this, you know, he said that it was good for Derek Carr to go to somewhere else in our conversation on Friday. Devontae Adams said that. And, you know, he won't sit there and say he was baited and switched by the Raiders because maybe he wasn't. I don't know. But he goes to the Raiders in part to go play with Derek Carr. Now, Derek Carr is three straight games with 300 yards passing for a four and four team. He's sitting on a three and five team that started three different quarterbacks for him. And the one guy who's the only guy who's thrown him a touchdown pass this year airmailed him twice for touchdowns. So send him to New Orleans, which, by the way, could use him significantly. Olave can't guard Mike, can't guard Devontae. Oh, baby. With Alvin Kamara in the backfield and Jamal Williams and Taysom Hill. That would certainly send a jolt into the Saints' abilities to win their division, which is highly winnable. The Saints should go for it. Number some pressure off their defense. Number four, sir, your team. Get the Dallas Cowboys on the horn. Agree. And see what the Dallas Cowboys can do to go get Dallas. I like that. Even better for Dak and Mike McCarthy. 
agreed. And and you got Devontae and CeeDee Lamb. One particular moment, CeeDee's in the slot, Adams is out wide. Next particular moment, Adams is in the slot. CeeDee Lamb's out wide. You put them on both sides of the field. You could do whatever the hell you want with these stellar players. And this is a way to send a jolt into the NFC. And you do it now. So you put them on the field against the Philadelphia Eagles and A.J. Brown. You do it right now. Like that. That's number four on the list. Number three on the list, you know what? They did it last year where they went ahead and got some serious juice right before the trade deadline, and they became Niners Plus. Let's get Niners Plus Plus and send Devontae Adams back to the Bay Area. Oh, man. That is not fair. He wants to go closer to Fresno? Send him to the Bay Area. Go for it. Giving Sam Darnold some weapons. And Yeah, nice. Good one. (laughs) Honestly. You want to see some extra jolt right here in the 49ers? Just say, screw it. It worked last year. We almost got to the Super Bowl. Let's get Devontae Adams on the field with Debo and Ayuk and Christian McCaffrey and Kittle. That's not And see who's going to keep up with that. That's Niners plus plus. Number two, (laughs) I don't think this is ever going to happen because, you know, I don't know how many times Al Davis would roll over in his grave, but he would start spinning to the point where it probably could create enough energy to light up Oakland (laughs) and Los Angeles, the two cities that he had the Raiders in. Uh But the Chiefs should go out and get him. I don't know how in the hell. Mm -hmm. I mean, whatever the price for Devontae Adams is from the Raiders, it would be 2X. (laughs) But Brett Veach, you want to give a jolt to this offense – that clearly needs it. Let's call it as we see it. But Devontae Adams put him on a plane to Frankfurt, Germany later this week to take on the Dolphins and get that guy out wide and in the slot for Mahomes. How about having Kelsey and Devontae Adams on the same side of the field split out? How about that? How do you start that? You don't. No. You do not. And the Chiefs should do it. But number one on this list this would be a seismic event that would just go ahead and take this team's offense that appears to be performing very well because they lead the league right now in point differential. Believe it or not, the Baltimore Ravens should go out and get Devontae Adams and bring him to the same team as Zay Flowers and Odell Beckham Jr. and Rashad Bateman and Mark Andrews and that running game and that defense you would see the Ravens vault straight to the top of Super Bowl favorites. Lickety split for them to go ahead and get Devontae Adams. That is the number one team. Give Devontae to Lamar and Lamar to Devontae and see him do his thing in Baltimore with that defense, that run game, that coaching staff. It would be epic. Certainly if it appears Derrick Henry's not going anywhere. Top five teams that should trade for or should have traded for Devontae Adams. You think we need one more? I'll do it. Oh. All right, we'll get one more. I don't know how happy this would make him, and I don't know what this would do for 2023. This would be a move for the future. But get him back in Green Bay. Get him back in Green Bay. Hmm. See if does 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 Gutekunst still have the receipt for that trade? Like <laughs> does he he's like looking in the drawer for the receipt? <laughs> you know, what, ah, what, where is what's the thing? expiration date on it? Can receipt? we reverse the charges to use a long time ago telephone phrase? Jordan Love, <laughs> you know who you miss? The guy who was there for Rogers. That's yeah. who you miss. Get him back. 
see what the Packers can do to just call up the Raiders and get him right now. And the Raiders, out of everything that I just said, they don't want to they don't want to send him in anywhere in the conference, let alone in division. Like the Saints and the Cowboys and Niners could say, you, you, you only see him one more time over the next four years. See if the Packers want him back. Obviously, so many teams should trade for him and or should have traded for him. But that's my list. Top five teams. Nice. In regards to Devontae Adams. Good job, Rich. Rich, I gotta be honest. I'm surprised you didn't put the Jets on. You this. know what I was gonna no, say? The no, no, same no, thing. no, 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 no. I, I got you, but um, I didn't put them on there because they they've got they've got their own 17 right now. Couldn't hurt to have another one. Though. I, I I got it. I got it. Uh, I I just think, you know, and getting him back for Rodgers for next year. Yeah. You know, yeah. I I just didn't put him on there, just because I I don't particular feel that it's a realistic option you know yeah and 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 i know the chiefs are not a realistic option either truly al davis might come back from the dead it is halloween <laughs> like he might truly come back from the dead just as the ghost above mark's bed and just say son you are officially disowned <laughs> from the dead you are disowned <laughs> I'm suing you. <laughs> from the, from you know, grave. from suing from the dead. Right. You know, the team is um, now Tom Brady's. Honestly, we'll have to ask Amy what she thinks Al would have thought. So yeah, him. well, that'll be on on uh, what the football later on. Susie Schuster, Amy Trask have Howie Long on today. You know, and and we we kind of set it up like that. They set it up like that because we knew we'd be coming off of a Monday night game with the Raiders involved. But I didn't think they'd be three and five. Didn't think Devontae Adams would have only one catch for eleven yards Crazy. and have two wide open one even for ninety eight yards that got disconnected. But um, that's my two cents. We'll talk about the Lions still to come. Obviously, the James Harden trade is significant news that we all woke up to here on the left coast. James Harden is making his way to Los Angeles to play for the Clippers with Kawhi, with Paul George, with Russell Westbrook, like it's back in the day in Oklahoma City, you know, with um, Terrence Mann, I guess, when he comes back. And then... Who else is on the team? Anybody else on the team? Uh, are, they, are they looking around? The three, the four of us are coming off the bench. <laughs> is that how we're going to fill out yeah, the roster? I mean, there's a player in the trade. I will talk about it later. Yeah. That Phil has not gotten any type of recognition in this deal, and I think can play a big part. And I guess we'll get to that. Yeah, we're... Jim Jackson's going to join us. He calls Clippers games here locally in hour number three. Albert Breer in hour number two because there's been a trade involved with the Chicago Bears, and they're not selling, they're buying. Oh. So that's a good one. And then what are the Cardinals doing with Clayton Toon or Kyler Murray? It's not Joshua Dobbs now starting for them this week. What in the world are they up to? Um, Dan Orlovsky is going to join us in about 15 minutes time because, well, on the other side of the break, I'll tell you one of the reasons why, because we're going to be working together this weekend. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Don't go anywhere here on this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O, O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, I'm going to discuss this. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a delicate subject, but I'll, I'll, I'll still bring it up because we talk about a lot of stuff on this program. Um, Chris, you wearing that um, costume out and about uh, for trick-or-treating later? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so... Um, I'll just flat out ask, uh, since I just saw the full scope of your, it's a full body costume. It's, it's, a, very impressive. it's a full body spandex, so, which I was not prepared for. Correct. So let me ask you this. You're going to put shorts on in public later over this costume? Over, over it? Yep. I don't know, man. Well, um, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have something, but cause to use the Seinfeld phrase, there's a, uh, slight bit of, uh, of material. Grapes. Between very, the rest of us yeah, and, and you, and um, yeah, I'm just saying, yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, there may be some laws against it in the valley where you're going trick or treating. <laughs> yeah, okay. I would suggest a pair of shorts or uh, layering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Understood. Understood. Okay. Understood. My spidey sense is picking up the need of a cod piece, sir. <laughs> I mean, what were you looking? Just saying. <laughs> If, if I'm not mistaken, you held you held your your ear pack down there like as a fig leaf as you're walking around the the uh, studio. Am I wrong? Did I did I know? Did I pick up on all of that stuff? He's modest. Yeah, your, your spidey sense was on <laughs> with that one, Rich. Dude, do us all a favor in Los Angeles later on, okay? Because that's a uh, that's it. more of a trick. Okay. Something called a yeah. treat, though. No, I didn't, I didn't I don't think know. this all the way through. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I didn't think it through. I didn't think it all the way through. Uh, it's a lot through. It's <laughs> a lot <laughs> coming <laughs> through. I'm just saying. Wait, now you got to bring it up. Now you're giving them a lot of credit when you say there's no, a lot just coming gotta, through. No, just guys, let's just leave it at that. 
<laughs> Back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. We just had a great conversation in our Roku segment. <laughs> Just saying. You think Roku Joe's like, what the heck's going He's on? Like, no, 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 no. He's like, now I understand why this is a uh, an Emmy-nominated program yeah, three yeah, times yeah. over. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, guys. Hey, Rich. Um, simple oh, Rich. question. Simple question here on trade deadline day. Who's going to make a move in order to improve their standing to win a championship right now? Because that's what trade deadline is. Those who are selling are essentially saying, you know what? Don't know if this is our year, but we need to start gathering picks and creating salary cap space for next year yep. so we can win significantly for the next year. That's what they're, you know, that's 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 what the sellers are doing and the buyers are like, "Hey, we're going to go ahead and we're going to try and win now." The Leonard Williams trade yesterday by the Seattle Seahawks, we were live on the air talking about the Seahawks with one of our listeners bringing up the Seahawks defense and mm-hmm. how good they are. In the middle of that conversation, we found out that John Schneider, the general manager, terrific general manager of the Seahawks, flipped a second round pick to the Dallas uh, to the New York Giants. I think it was a 2 and a 5 to the Giants, right? For Leonard Williams, so. and it's just like way to go. That's not one of those that's going to be just bright shining lights all over it because it's not a fantasy type trade and it's not a trade that's going to maybe help fantasy teams unless you have the Seahawks defense it's one of those trades where it's kind of under the radar because Seattle's doing it and two it's a defensive tackle but he's terrific and exactly what the Seahawks need and can use and they got him well done it was great that's the type of trade that happens right so, simple question. What the hell are the Chicago Bears doing? <laughs> <laughs> kind of an evergreen question of the last year or so. We had Daniel Jeremiah on yesterday's show. He had just called locally here for the Chargers radio network, Chargers versus Bears on Sunday Night Football. He said the Bears are so bad, roster was that they're 10 players away from being 10 players away. That's how he said it. <laughs> so, I guess it makes sense if you're getting players, significant players in, and the Chicago Bears just did that. They flipped a second-round choice to the Washington Commanders for Montez Sweat. Wow. Who is outstanding. Heavily coveted. He is in a walk year, so I guess they're going to have to basically say to him, maybe they did also connect with him if they had the ability to connect with him and say, would you be willing to stay here long-term? Chicago's money, the McCaskey money, still uh, works as well as any other money that's doled out in checks by NFL ownership to players. But, and also, I guess the commanders, they figure we, 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 we've got players to just flip. So, less for the dust-up to come in the direction of anybody playing the Washington Commanders. For uh, this week, it's the New England Patriots. I'm sure Belichick's like, okay, we don't have to plan for Montez Sweat. Let's Sweet. go back into that drawing room. <laughs> cool. Okay, Bill O'Brien. Hey, Bill, guess who's not playing against us this week? His name's Montez Sweat, and O'Brien's like, okay. What What was O'Brien like? Okay. Okay. Nice. Well done. Little John yeah. Snow. Oh, gosh. Is this going to happen all three hours? I won't, because I don't want to annoy you, but yeah. I'll try not to. <laughs> I wanted that. Yeah. Uh-uh, I guess. Okay. So here's what I'm thinking the Bears and Ryan Poles are thinking is that Next year's draft, they're sitting there on the clock. Number two, number uh, three. Second, second round choice, Montez Sweat is not available. 
<laughs> that, that you know what I mean? Like sure. you, and, point, and yeah. that 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 they're not choosing somebody in the second round like Montez Sweat. They're also not going to pay somebody that they choose in the second round like right. Montez Sweat. But you can get Montez Sweat now for a second rounder. You go ahead and get him now. You get him in your system. You get him up to speed, so you hit the ground running in 2024 significantly. But if you're Montez Sweat, you're going from, you know, uh, Washington, which is in the mix for a playoff spot to a team that's essentially not. And um, that's not great when you're trying to win championships or put a ring on your finger. So the Bears take a risk here at this point in time. As we're talking, you trade draft capital and next year's draft for a player that may not be around next year could just say see you later and then your second round pick reverts to a third for a compensation pick a compensatory pick so you you're giving up a two for a three to have monte sweat come and be in your building so you can convince him that the amount of money you're willing to pay him is worth him staying and at the meantime all you put it all together and um, you know, if you're paying him, you're going to be paying him a ton of money. Why wouldn't you pay Roquan Smith when you had him? You know, like that's the difference. Like honestly, superstar middle you know, linebacker. Oh my god, you're the Chicago Bears. Who, by the way, right? You're the Chicago Bears, <laughs> and you trade him to another organization that covets that position based on its history and right. scheme. You know, the Ravens are like sure, we'll take him. So that's the, that's the whole thing. Is like so you're willing to pay Sweat maybe double what you're paying Smith. I guess you value that position more than you would Roquan. It's just, it's confusing. It's confusing to me. And, um, but so, and, and and if there's anybody out there who could have used sweat, what what, you're coveting that second round pick. I I don't get it. It's a crapshoot. These kids are all a crapshoot. And, and I know that's promise and you know, you reset the clock and, helps with the salary cap to have these kids. And if you hit on a second-round pick who can start winning for you on the spot, oh, that's a win. I win. get it. But, you know, but you can have Monte sweat now and maybe win a championship now because you have him. Same thing with Leonard Williams. How about that? So that's the position that's going fast right here. Defensive line. Sack the quarterback. We'll try to not do that when Dan Orlovsky joins us next. From the worldwide leader in sports, the reason why we're having Dan on, not just because he's outstanding, but he will be in the booth with me on Sunday in Frankfurt, Germany, the booth on NFL Network calling Chiefs Dolphins. It's yours truly, Dan Orlovsky, Jason McCourty of Good Morning Football. So let's talk about this big game on Sunday and everything else with Dan Orlovsky of the worldwide leader in sports next. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat, where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app 
create an account and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So are you regretting your choice right now of your costume? Did I hear that oh, in the commercial saying, break let me, here? Let me put the mask back on. Here's, here's the problem, Rich. Are you regretting this? I'm not regretting it because it's a great costume. It is, right. Not that I look super great in the full body spandex. I'm well, again, saying. again, like I said in the previous segment, if you are going um, to be out in public with children, ringing doorbell, asking for candy, put some shorts on, sir. I think some sort of underwear situation is probably key in this scenario. Well, layers, later tonight. layers, layers. That, just but, think layers. But uh, purely for work purposes, yeah. I can't really move the mouse pad with the, with the gloves. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so I think I'm going to have to take this off soon. Okay. Just so I can perform my Rich Eisen show daily in show duties. You know what? You're a professional. You know what I mean? You look like a professional. You know what I'll do? Here's what I think I'll do. What are you doing? I'll probably keep the mask on. Okay. And then take the rest of it off. So that's just, then so, you'll look like the gimp. Well, that's you know? true. That's true. I don't want then that Then you walk either. around like the gimp. I definitely don't gimp. want that either. <sighs> um. But just again, like I said, layers, sir. We don't want people in the uh, great uh, uh, San Fernando Valley Understood. wondering if that's a $100,000 bar or you're just glad to see them. Goodness you know what I'm God, saying? Goodness gracious. I, have a, I, have a I, mean, I can't play this drop. I want to play no, this drop. I mean, honestly. I want to play this drop so bad I can't play it. <laughs> <laughs> Turn on your microphone, little John uh, Snow. I would just talk. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Little John Snow is really funny. It is because he's the king of the South. He's got a Fal- yeah. Yeah. What, whose Price Falcons over. jersey are you rocking today? Uh, Steve Bartkowski. <laughs> why, do you, why do you have a Steve Bartkowski That's great. jersey? Because he's little John Snow. Yeah. yeah. He's the king of the South. Remember, I was the king of the Jersey. You so. guys are really bringing it today. Well Thank done. You. Thanks, Rich. And Rich. again, Del Tufo showing up as a guy who wears swag. swag. Man. He's swag, swag man, man wearing <laughs> only stuff swag that. Man. Great. I love it. Swagless. Back man. on the Rich Eisen show. 844 204 Rich, number to dial. I cannot wait to call this game on NFL Network, NFL Plus as well, if you want to stream it. It is quite simply one of the games of the year. The Miami Dolphins and the Kansas City Chiefs, both of them 6-2 and two coming into this football game. And it is awesome, with the exception of Nick Bolton, handful of other players on the Miami Dolphins, uh, not going to be there. But Tua is healthy. Mahomes will hopefully be done with the flu. Kelsey, healthy. You've got Tyreek Hill, Waddle, healthy. Let's go. And joining us, uh, Taylor, Taylor Swift Taylor might be in the Swift's building healthy. or whatever. Yeah, okay, yeah. she's healthy. <laughs> Um, she's questionable for the for the for the game. Who knows? But what is not questionable is my excitement to call this game and who I'm calling it with, because on loan from the worldwide leader in sports in this booth, along with me and Jason McCourty of Good Morning Football, will be Dan Orlovsky joining us here on the program. How are you, Dan? I'm doing great, man. I uh, 
I share the same excitement, probably a little bit more, to be honest with you. Okay. Just, uh, um, well, I, I, I've, I've been, I've been such a fan of yours. I mean, for years, you know, years, I grew up in Connecticut. So, Thank you know, you. we grew up on ESPN here. <laughs> That's right, um, well, and then obviously Patrick and Tua, I've, I've loved both those players for many years Tua go back to college and I know the weight of this game and I know the, the cross sharing of networks isn't necessarily something that has happened a ton. So I'm fired up, man. I'm beyond excited. Me too. Me too. Let's just jump into it. Your first blush analysis of what this matchup is and how these teams do match up would be what, Dan? What do you got for me? Yeah. First of all, it's, it's, it's strategic brilliance versus strategic brilliance. And when I say that, I think Mike McDaniel versus Steve Spagnola jumps to mind. Um, you know, Steve Spagnuolo is one of the, who's the defensive coordinator for the chiefs. One of the best big game defensive coordinators we've had in the NFL in last 10 or 15 years, if we're being honest. And, you know, the chiefs look differently this year because they're being led by their defense. It's one of the best defenses in football. And it'll be interesting because they've really built it on playing a ton of man coverage. Their young secondary is really good. They, they try to beat you up at the line of scrimmage and and they try to get some of their pass rushers going and it's working. And then you're going to Miami and Mike McDaniel, who, who has it revolutionized a little bit in NFL football with the, the speed motions and snapping the ball with some of the motions that go inside out uh, and the way that he attacks. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because I don't think the Dolphins run these. Um, they don't have a thousand plays. You know, what the Dolphins do is they take these plays that are really good at, and there's six or eight or 10 of them, and they just present them in tens and tens of different of ways, hundreds of different of ways. And so you got this wildly creative coach who's perfect for the quarterback and the speed they have in offense, and they've absolutely gutted man coverage this year. And then we have this wildly um, creative defensive mind, and they've been unbelievable playing man coverage this year. And it's like, okay. Who, who who's the curveball who throws the curveball who wins out um who gets who kind of is the step ahead that's the first one for me it's like man this is going to be awesome the strength against strength huh like uh, on that yeah. and then um how about the chiefs offense against the dolphins defense jalen ramsey comes back and yeah. um and and picks one off you've got Xavier howard you know coming back from an injury himself you've got this uh, Chiefs offense coming off of let's be, let's be honest maybe Mahomes' worst game in a very long yeah. time certainly in division on the road that's never happened to him so what's your your first blush analysis on that front Dan yeah the, the Chiefs offense I have about as little concern as I've ever had about their offense I think so <laughs> go, just when it comes to Sunday they have a game every year like this they just do yep. and I overreacted to it two years ago the Tennessee game. You know, if you remember two years ago, they played on the road at Tennessee. They played like junk. Patrick was terrible. And I was going, oh, my gosh, the, you know, maybe the, the the sauce is gone. Well, relax. And then last year, Indianapolis on the road. They don't play good. They don't show up. It's almost like they're sleepwalking. And obviously this past weekend, I'm not making – here's the, the, just the facts of the game, Rich. Quarterback has the flu. Bad weather. Um, you know, there's drops in the game and second time they played that team in three weeks. Okay. So those are the facts of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you were to ask me, cause everyone's like, Kansas city needs to go to get another receiver, this and that. I don't, I, I don't, I no longer feel that way. Uh, you know, beginning of the season, I was like, who's going to be that number two wide out behind MVS. 
I still think Rasheed Rice has done a nice job. Miko Hartman's going to be fine. Um, I think Justin Watson's a really important pe- person for their pass game. I have two things for their offense that I sit there and I go, it'll be shown this weekend a little bit, or at least they're going to have to answer some questions. And I don't want to call it concerns, but has my attention. The, the tackle is an issue. The tackles are, are, are an issue, you know, right tackle Taylor and, and, and the left tackle, they, the penalties, they're not playing nearly as well as like an Orlando Brown for them did there. And I said this on NFL live the other day, Rich, the one name that we have not said enough about this year with Kansas City is Isaiah Pacheco. Yep. We just haven't said his name enough. They are not running the football nearly as efficiently as they were last year. That was the thing that they did last year that helped them overcome the loss of Tyreek. They haven't done that this year. So I want to see if they can do it against Miami, whose run defense has been better the past two weeks. And then Jalen coming back, you mentioned the pick. He actually had a forced fumble as well. Um, Vic Fangio and, you know, how he's going to handle this defense that, you know, he's had some good moments versus Patrick and bad. Um, Wilkins is playing great. Phillips is playing great. So that, that'll that be another really good matchup. Very fired up. I am so pumped for this, Dan. It is going to yeah. be great. The atmosphere in Frankfurt, Germany, the, the Germans uh, really know this game and they love this game and the international atmosphere is going to be lit yeah i i can't wait to get in the booth with you and, and jason mccordy dan orlovsky here uh, on the rich eisen show let's talk about the raiders what is wrong there what is up with them dan yeah in, 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 last year it was the defense the defense did not play well can't say that this this year the de- that defense has actually been a, a solid unit the offense is is, is the problem this year and we could sit here and point to the quarterbacks and, you know, because of some of the injuries and whatnot. And it's, I get like super intrigued by Josh McDaniels because I was such a massive fan of his in new England. I thought like the matchups that he would create and the formations he would get in and out of. And there was just this really cool, um, it almost felt like steps ahead of defenses. And I watched them play now. I'm like, you guys feel steps behind on defenses. They're one of the teams in the NFL that right now get into 21 personnel. We're going to talk about this a ton with Miami, 21, two backs and one tight end. And they don't use it to create matchups. They get into 21 personnel to do like old school run game stuff. If that's your identity right now, like that's, that's an identity of theirs. It's not a change up. It's not a curveball. It's, it's kind of who they are. I, I go like, I, I feel like I'm watching 1995 ball too much with them. And I'm not saying I'm like the smartest person. I can find ways to get Devontae Adams to football. <laughs> I a hundred percent can find ways to get him to football. I've, I watch these teams every week, do it with other receivers. I'm watching the Cowboys do it with CD lamb. I watched the other day, Cincinnati do it with Jamar chase. I, I watch um, the New Orleans saints do it with Michael Thomas. And I'm sitting there going, we can't get Devontae the ball. We, we, and, and it's, it's crazy to think that that player is is being wasted in the rate with the Raiders right now, completely wasted. And there's no light at the end of the tunnel for it. There's there's no like, hey, we're gonna have the first pick, so we'll get Caleb Williams or Drake May. That that's not. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. So um, I find it. I know Shefty has said, and I'm sure other insiders have said, like they're adamant they're not trading them. It makes no sense to me. Why not? It hasn't worked whatever the reason is it hasn't and you might as well try to recoup some of the value well but it's not the quarterback because again I, I, Derek Carr you know um 
did have those two picks in Pittsburgh. That was the final nail in the uh, in the coffin on that new on that Christmas Eve night game that we had on NFL Network as well. But you know, and th- that's what Adams has got to be like. Okay, so Carr couldn't work here, but this is what the other option is right now. So you 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 put it on the the scheme and the play caller right now, Dan. If you have to put it anywhere, um. I can't like, I mean, coming off of last night, obviously there's two 150 yard touchdowns that are just blatantly missed by Jimmy, you know? So like, I can't sit here and say it's all Josh McDaniels. Um, but the, the body of work over this year certainly has to be a little bit attributed to it a little bit. Um, and then certainly the quarterback play has not been good this year, you know, for Jimmy or, or, you know, when Brian was in there and I know Aiden Connell got some time. So it, it's, absolutely part of that conversation but i sit there and i go even if the quarterback is x there's got to be there, there's more creative ways where you can just get Devonte the ball right like just get him the ball and get it into his hands i see perimeter screens up and down the 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 nfl every week so that that's not necessarily happening much they're not creating a ton of iso opportunities for him i know there was a couple last night one gets bad and he obviously drops it third down i i don't know rich i just sit there and i go um, it, it's not the first time this, you know, Josh McDaniels had to deal with backup quarterbacks. It, it's just not. And so you, you, there's, there's always contingency plans for those situations. And so I, I just think he's too dynamic of a player to, to have one catch. I really do. Dan Orlovsky here on the Rich Eisen show. What are you seeing out of Brock Purdy the last three weeks? That is the outlier or, or are we seeing him return to just a quarterbacking mean Dan? What do you got for me here? Yeah, it's a great question. So I, I'll go back to the Minnesota game. I actually thought he played well in Minnesota outside the, the, the two late interceptions, Rich. And I kind of showed this, the first interception, he just throws the ball so soon. It's the same. He completes the very same pass in that game earlier to Jennings, but it's to his right. And he throws it And this, the, the, the overarching thing for me is what made him so intriguing and unique was he was throwing the ball so early with such rare anticipation and not giving it away to the other team. That was, that's what was rare. You know, can you anticipate and be accurate? And he was doing that. That is a rare trait. And so he was, and it was, it was marvelous to see. If you remember, close your eyes and think of that big in route he threw to Debo against the Dallas Cowboys. Like that's the perfect example of what I'm talking about. Yeah. And so go back to the Minnesota game and he throws one to Juwan Jennings on an in, like a little bit of a post in and it's thrown so crazy early. You're like, my gosh, that's beautiful. He does the same thing later in the game and he just misses it because he throws it so early. I think the thing with him is this, the concerning thing that for, for for Kyle Shannon has to be that over the last three weeks, there's been too many passes that have been touched by the defense, whether they've all been intercepted or some have been tipped away. Like Logan Wilson dropped one the other day on almost the same one he caught the other day. Um, so in the Pratt interception, I think that's more of a great play by Pratt than it is a, oh my gosh, Brock Purdy stinks. So they, they've got to kind of see some of the anticipation stuff that's happening and, and kind of um, why defenders, you know, are, are doing a little bit. This is kind of what happened to Tua a little bit against Buffalo and excuse me, Philly is defenders are kind of, early in the down, just getting to their landmarks. They're not necessarily paying attention to where he's looking. They're not paying attention to some of the underneath stuff. If the landmark tells you in cover three or cover two to get to a certain location, no matter what the quarterback is doing, get to your landmark early in the down 
and then drive on his eyes late in the down. And I think that's happening a little bit. Um, I also think Lou Anarumo was unbelievable game plan wise against Kyle, you know, and I love Kyle, but Lou Anarumo, you know, out coached in that game. So um, there, there's a, there's a, a medium point between, you know, kind of what we've seen out of Brock and kind of probably who he was in the first 10 or 12 games. Yeah, I know four, six and two teams in the AFC, Dan, and, um, and we're calling a game we're featuring two of them in Germany on Sunday. And it feels like the Bengals have finally arrived on the scene though raising their hands saying, mm. don't forget about us six and two teams. Like that's the guy that we saw last two years in Burrow. And that's the defense. That's everything, right? Like there it was in San <laughs> and Francisco. That's the scary. That's the scary. You know, if you, you like, if you're the AFC, you're going, Oh my gosh, they, they, they got out of it, you know, cause yeah. the injury happens and you know, started the season and everyone's like, Oh, the Bengals are done. And you, you sit there and go like, you just, I, re- I called their Monday night football game against the Rams. You know, Rich and I was like, dude, they just have to find a way to get to their bye week three and three and get him healthy. I don't care what it looks like. I, I just find a way. And I think about the game against Seattle two weeks ago and the red zone stop that the defense makes and they get to three and three. And you saw a couple plays. You're like, all right, he doesn't look that hurt anymore. And you're like, he gets to the bye and just go and watch out because you knew this is the best offensive line he's had. In, in Cincinnati, Orlando Brown's been awesome. Okay. So like best offensive line he's had. And you know that if he just gets healthy, the four or five plays he makes a game with his legs are everything. They put him under center a little bit last week. They could not be and th- rich. That cap injury, not only affected him, it affected everyone. The offensive line. I mean, imagine how hard it is to play offensive line when everyone knows where the quarterback's going to be all the time. But he's going to be six yards behind the center and he's not moving. Okay. So the receivers, you, there's no creativity in your pass game because you have to catch and throw. So get to the by three and three. And we saw him under center. We saw him move. They were able to run the ball under center a little bit. And so that was big. And, you know, just talking in that Monday night game, Lou Anaruma was so high on their young secondary. He's like, they just got to get time together. And Cam Taylor Britt and Dax Hill and DJ Turner, they just needed time together. Mike Hilton's playing awesome. That's allowed the pass rush with Hendrickson to start getting going. So uh, they're they're dangerous. And their Sunday night game against Buffalo is going to be huge as well. In the two minutes I have left here, Dan, how good is Lamar looking to you? Because that's the other guy, right? I know because we're all focused on Buffalo and whether Josh Allen can come through here um, like he was in weeks two through four, but Lamar Jackson has been stellar, Dan stellar so far this year. It's everything that a lot of people, I I don't want to say a lot of people. It's everything. Some people believe that Lamar was, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people didn't. And it was just like, just get him the people, just get him the, the receivers that can actually do some of the things and just get them, the 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 offensive scheme that actually allow his I, I don't want to say it's like his premier talent because his athleticism is probably still his premier talent but his throwing ability is so rare his he, the thing for me rich is his arm is so loose it sticks so loose that he could do anything with the ball and you're watching that i know baldy put up that clip of him yeah kind of one-legged the yeah. touchdown and like it's a kick throw you're, you're, that was a kick throw. you're sitting there going what yeah like what you know how many guys can do that so um, the precision has showed up in their past game, the timing, he's trusting it. And again, that's something that you pair with their, their, I think there's five teams in the AFC rich really right now. I think it's Kansas city, Miami, who obviously we're, we're calling. And then it's Jacksonville, it's Cincinnati and it's Baltimore. Those are the five that you sit there and go, all right, that's, that's the cream of the crop. And you leave the bills out, huh? 
You think the Bills are? I love Buffalo. I love Buffalo. My concern is that the injuries on defense, and that's not fun to say, but it's true. You don't replace Milano and Tredavious and Daquan Jones. You just don't. I want to see if they're active before four o'clock Eastern time today with this trade deadline. You know, there's rumors about Sertan and Denver being available. I, you got to call. Um, it's the injuries that concern me. Dan, I'm really fired up again to work with you um, and be in that booth with you. And also to, uh, as we discussed on our first Zoom together uh, as a group, uh, see in person your your eating habits, uh, Dan. They, they are stuff of legend. Um, and I, I, you know, if if you like breaded chicken, there's schnitzel. I think there's good. That Do you like breaded chicken? Are you into that or not? Uh, so I, I love chicken cutlets. I that's don't it. know that's if it. that's the that's same thing it, as schnitzel. It's, it's, it's a basic. Will you tell him, Spidey? Hey, look, uh, there's Spider-Man, Spider-Man here, Dan. Uh, schnitzel is so delicious. Yeah, you you're going it. to love it. You're good. Trust me. You're good. You're going to love it. If, if I get schnitzel, which is a chicken cutlet, yes. and pretzels, I'll be in, yeah. I'll dude, be in a tremendous done, place. Dude, done. Rip the knob off, Dan. You're good. I, I can't Spider-Man, wait. Spider-Man, you're the best. <laughs> <laughs> Take care of yourself, Dan. Hold on, Dan. Oh, no, Wait, stop. Bam. Don't feed the animals here. Oh, wow. I That's know, a kind right? of like an intimidating Spider-Man. Rich, I'll see you, uh, I'll see you in ju- tomorrow night. I'll see you Thursday. Yeah, brother. see you in a couple days. Thanks again, Dan. I'm fired up for it. You take care. Yes, sir, bud. Yeah, the man himself, Dan Orlovsky, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. It'll be him and uh, Devin, Mc- uh, pardon me, uh, Jason McCourty to my right on NFL Network on Sunday in the booth in Germany. I am concerned about the Bills' defense, too. I watched both Daquan Jones and Matt Milano go down on that day in London, and they still almost beat the Jaguars, but if you keep taking these team, these guys away. But they, they, they held Baker Mayfield to just two scores, just one score, really. Well, two scores until the very end. That, that nine-minute drive wound up with a touchdown that went off of one of their own players' helmets. Um, but there you go. You got two six and two teams facing each other off Miami and, and Kansas City. You got Jacksonville on a bye week. You got the Ravens hosting the Seattle Seahawks this weekend. And then you got the Bills against the Bengals. The AFC is going to have a heck of a jumbled photograph and picture <laughs> in week number nine. It's awesome. Albert Breer will join us in five minutes to tell us what is going on with the trade deadline and what in the world are the Arizona Cardinals up to with their quarterbacks and so much more Jim Jackson in hour three about the James Harden trade good stuff here on a busy Tuesday still here on the Roku channel everybody that's gonna be fun watching Dan Orlovsky eat just schnitzel and pretzels by the way (laughs) and then he's like real thin what does he got the metabolism of of a bunny rabbit what is it He's he's also really really tall. He's much taller oh, than I know you that. think in person. Oh, he's six like five, six, 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 six. Yeah, is he that tall? He's pretty tall. He's pretty tall. No, I've been I've been around him. It's like he's six real three. thin. I know. Real thin. Not 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 like his playing day weight. Oh, I should have brought up that he shouldn't wear those uh, skin colored pants. Ooh, leave those leave those home. Definitely thought he was. He having wore those a and he wore those in, party. Honestly, yeah. yeah, I know. Not good. But those pants would still be better than what you have on right now, sir. <laughs> I agree. Okay. <laughs> Spidey. Spidey. Honestly. Save the people of the San Fernando Valley from. I mean. I actually think I am going to change for the rest of the show. No. Try, I think you've, commit, you've committed I, to I've the committed. bit. I've committed. I've committed to the bit. It's fine. Yeah, I got you've some done pictures enough. for Cage. Don't worry. It's great. But 
I need to I need to get some Lil, work done. Little John Snow will yeah. take the rest of the way for for the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I need to crew. get some work done, so I, I can't type. Where'd you get the goblet <laughs> and the sword? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. My boy Nate, he's the manager of a place called the Hand Prop Room. Okay. Big oh, you got the Teeth Prop Room. Color and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay.